of your home this spring, and you're going to like the gifts for mom now at Prairie Gardens. Like geranium daisy wreaths, handmade just for you, only $19.97. Candle rings, flowering bushes, and ribbons, all 50% off. Plus, find that unique surprise for mom in the PG Boutique. And with new spring arrivals, she'll love the clothing, purses, jewelry, and more. Or let mom decide with a PG gift card, only at Prairie Gardens. Garden, boutique, framing, and the best in seasons and home decor. Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in with your questions or comments at 356-9397, or even text them to 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, including... John Weisgarber. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John, and good morning, Steve Brown. Hi there, Tamara. And Marianne Metz is floating around here somewhere. She's, too. Um, she's just being yeah, floating or flitting or whatever she's doing. She's I, with a customer. I think I she's answering a grass question right now. No, oh, I okay. just did that. Oh. So. Oh. Okay. He took she's care probably of the doing another one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Store's already hopping, and you've only been open for a few minutes. Yeah, it's 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 great. obviously one of the busiest days of the year. But nonetheless, we have tons of parking, tons of shopping carts, and tons of cashiers. So. Yeah. It's not a big deal to come in, get oh. what you want, and get out. In terms of selection True. and what we've got here going on right now, uh, we'll run through it in a little bit more detail, but let's just suffice to say I don't think we're out of anything. Excellent. Yeah, I think I think the selection is the best it could ever be. Yep, 100% agree. Yeah, whether it's some of the hanging baskets that we grew here, whether it's some of the product that we brought in, whether it's anything in between. And we'll run through the categories soon, but again... The, right. It's easy to say, if somebody says, do you have this? It's easy to say yes, because it's, again, it's, because it's what, because it. we do. Yeah. Because we do. shelves are full, and uh, boy, the greenhouses just look gorgeous with all of the color mm -hmm. available in there. Of course, tomorrow's Mother's Day. Yeah. And yes. for anyone who hasn't picked up a Mother's Day present yet, you guys have a great deal going on at Prairie Gardens. We do. We're, I can't tell you how many years in a row we've done this now, but I'll say somewhere around one. 15, yeah. give, or, give or take. But we are offering, with a $50 gift card purchase, a free 10-inch potted hibiscus bush. So That's great. Yeah, you got and something that's worth 12 to 20 bucks, and... Uh, and you're getting it free when you buy a $50 gift card, so yeah. that's pretty cool. And, and then mom, you know, can enjoy the hibiscus bush, but then she can come out to Prairie Gardens and then spend that $50 on whatever yeah. she wants. Well, or if you're in the vein of former host Ed Kelly, you could even perhaps keep the gift card or the hibiscus bush for yourself and oh, give the other away. I forgot he would do that. That's well. right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that's pretty smart, really. Well, it, 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 it is. Ed's a clever guy. You know. Yeah. So, so, yeah, depending upon how you're feeling, you can either keep the $12 thing for yourself or you keep the $50 thing for yourself and give the other one away. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's working. It, it's pretty smart. Oh, look who joined us. Yeah. Oh, wow, Mary Ann. Nice to see to you this table. morning. You'd be nice to me. Okay. <laughs> Just telling you right now, you'd be nice. I was shopping. Oh, no, no you I weren't. Wasn't you were helping. <laughs> we knew you were helping. A few people. <laughs> there are a few people here. There are. Bright and early. Speaking That's of shopping, <clears throat> I did hang around a little bit last night uh -oh. when I decided to wrap it up, and I chose some of my vegetables. Yay. Nice. And it was a pleasure to shop. I was telling Teresa this morning, who's out there managing that 
that section. Yeah. It's so organized and so easy. Everything's in alphabetical order by variety. Yep. Oh. By type. So if I want to shop the peppers, I just say, okay, well, I'm standing in front of something that starts with a B. And, oh, I see C's going that way. And I just go around the circle. And so if I know what I'm looking for, it's easy really to find the darn thing. As long as you know your alphabet, you're right on top. Yeah, that was my only (laughs) challenge. You're right. And if you don't know what you're looking for, everything has pictures. Isn't that nice? It does. So you can say, oh, okay, a green pepper, yes. Oh, a red pepper, yes. And and our selection right now on the vegetables and herbs is just unbelievable. I mean, again, we're, we're not out of anything. And, yeah. and, and we're not only not out of it, we have a lot of everything yes. out there. Nice and so it was a great way to go through not only our Chef Jeff line, uh, but we've got some other naturally grown ones from a vendor, uh, some sweet, neat uh, cherry tomatoes. And then we've also got nice. the, the new line of heirloom vegetables from Sean Williams. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. From Central Illinois Heirlooms. Yes. And those are locally grown. Sean, for those of you who may recall, was here at the open house doing a couple presentations. And he's got some really nice, neat, informative labels on each of the pots. And then we have some pictures uh, that are associated with. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about it because he's got the story behind it on each yeah. one. And I think it's that's really cool neat. to, to it, read about them. Yeah. It is. So yeah. it makes the decision process easier yeah. uh, as far as w- what you want to give that sp- precious space to. So anyway, yeah. just uh, kind of a shout out to the whole vegetable, herb, edible it's area. Time. It, it is time. I think I could say safely it's not going to snow anymore <laughs> <laughs> this spring. Oh, God. So. I, bo- I totally believe so. it. I believe it. Yeah. yeah, but it was how many weeks ago we had our last <laughs> No uh, kidding, only like two? It wasn't that long. Well, and I think I remember some wise expert who's across from me saying something about you know, how cold it was, and just watch, we'll go right into summer. And, but, and I tell you, with some of these windy 80-some degree days, uh, it, it's kind of felt like it a little bit, too. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah. So we've got two brief topics we were going to touch on this morning, and one was watering. Yeah. Hey, baby, mm-hmm. it's dry outside. Yeah. Not baby, it's cold outside. Baby, no. it's dry outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the truth. Despite the little downpour that we had the other day. and Little? And how much did you, do you know how much you had? No, I don't know offhand, actually. How about you guys? It was over an inch. Uh, Good. Wednesday evening storm. It was real intense and short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had almost an inch and a half in my rain gauge. Yeah. And it was a, it was a short rain. I mean, it wasn't like hours long. Yes. No, I, depending on where you're at, I think further north it was less, and, and here in town and further south yeah, it, was it was a little, little bit more. more. Yeah. 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 So anywhere from about a half inch or, or so or less to inch and a half is yeah. what I'm hearing. But despite that rain. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's amazing. In in many places, even though you had an inch and a half of rain, you could dig a hole right now. Yes, I could. And, in fact, I was at home last night uh, thinking, oh, how nice to put up my feet and just relax. Oh, maybe I better go water. Because, (laughs) yes, I I needed to water. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. So whether there are new plants from last year, uh, particularly if they're conifers, boxwoods, anything like that. Especially. You really want to be watering. If there are anything new that you put in the ground now, you really need to be on top of it. Yep. Whether it's... Transplants, annuals, vegetables, herbs, uh, seeds that you planted, anything. You really need to be on top of it. You can't be fooled that, well, we just had that rain Wednesday. We're okay. Yeah, but no. And it seems like the rain forecast here, you know, there's a pretty good chance on and off the rest of this week coming up. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it changes so much. You can't count on, oh, I'll just wait another day. And to see if it rains. That's just it. And each day it, it might be 40% or yeah, 30%. Or or whatever, yeah. 20, 23. Right. Well, yeah. And you don't know if, y- yeah, if you And it, ch- it changes constantly. 
but you know what? Plants don't wait, and they don't look at the forecast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're dry, they're dry. They yeah. are, yeah. yeah. They're they thirsty, they're thirsty, well, yeah. And as far as when they're thirsty and they need a drink, a lot of us think, oh, it's... I can do it because I'm starting to see some damage. I'm starting to see some stress or whatever. But we mm. don't want the plants to be stressed. No, you don't. No. Because you take a big step backwards. Yes, you do. It takes a while to recover from that. Well, and unfortunately, we talk to so many people that have, uh, uh, well, I, I water every day, you know, with the hose, and they stand there and sprinkle. Yeah. Or I have this little drip hose or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but you got to water really deeply and deeply. thoroughly less Ooh. often. Yeah, that's a big mistake in containers. I think that people have a tendency to make. They run a hose over it. Uh, so water goes in, but down about half an inch, an yeah. inch. That's not nearly deep enough. When you've got a big 24-inch pot that you've got whatever growing in, they use a lot of water in a pot con especially. So you really need to stand there for a while and let it run all the way through your pot. It's really important. Good to know. Yep, for sure. You're right. So new plants this year, plants that were in the ground Sometime in the last year or two, I'd still be out there checking them for water and, and make sure I supplement. And again, you can only wait so many days for this forecast. If it, if it really doesn't happen and you've already pushed the envelope, it was already dry, and then you waited, yeah. oh, two or three more days because mm -hmm. you thought, well, we were going to get one, then you're really damaging the plants. Then you've so. got plants in stress. Yeah. So yep. take so care of that. Water, water, water. Okay. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens, 356-9397. So acclimating plants, yeah. whether you have new plants or house plants, it's time to start getting them ready to move outdoors. Introducing them to the outdoors. Introducing them, but not just shoving them out there and Sho making them like stay kids, for a while. Like kids, you don't just shove them out the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best way to go about that? Well, so many people winter plants over. Uh, you know, they they go, well, I've had this hibiscus for four or five years, you know, and and I just love it. So, so, you know, just like us, we have to we have to have the sunscreen if we're going to go out on the on the day when it's you know eighty eight. I want to see you sun put sunscreen on those plants. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, so introduce gradually. So we so we bring our plants out. You know, we've been probably doing this for several weeks now because of the temperatures as well as the sun. So you'll introduce gradually, put it in a shaded area for, you know, where it's where it's not in blazing sun mm. for a few hours each day and then longer and longer. And then, you know, introduce it to a little bit of sun a few a couple hours after it's been out for several days. So you got to just do it gradually. But you're saying just cup, start off with just a couple of hours and then or, slowly extend. Or more it. indirect and then get it brighter and brighter. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it's a combination of the sun and the wind both that could be oh, damaging. Oh, and yeah. it yeah. certainly wind. depends upon absolutely. the type of plant it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've seen too many times where a, a, house, a plant that was destined to be outside got put out in the full sun and the foliage just burned, yep. literally. Mm. You know, some plants, even though it's stressing them, some plants... It just maybe is more of an unsightly thing, and you can get a whole bunch of new growth that's acclimated to that sun to pop right back out. But then you still have to come back through and strip and clean the plants, and yep. and you did stress them in the process. Yeah. And and some plants like a hibiscus might be a little bit more forgiving, and you might have something that might be a ficus lyrata or 
or a peace lily that might take forever to come back out with new leaves, and mm-hmm. they're not going to be as forgiving. Yeah, mm. some of them aren't. That's exactly right. I I made that unfortunate mistake. It's been a lot of years ago, decades, many, actually. I have this plant that was my great-grandmother's. <gasps> oh. uh, so, yeah, oh. she'd had it for 40 years or 50 years, and she's been gone 60 years now. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. So it's it's a plant that's probably close to 100 years old. It's night-blooming cirrus, and they do live a long time. So I it was in my possession. It's, it's kind of like that bonsai that you know that you yep. can give to the next generation. Okay, so I have it. And what do I do? I just put it out in the yard one spring. The first spring I had it, and it just sunburned like crazy. Oh. <laughs> Lost almost all of its leaves, and wow. here I am thinking, How did you oh, feel? my God. Yeah. Oh, I just felt horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed it. <laughs> it lived despite me. <laughs> and yes, I still have it. And it's, oh, it blooms occasionally. So, yeah, it's uh, one of those things that you just have to, you just learn. Unfortunately, sometimes it's with bad experiences, but yeah. just gradual. Right. Okay. Like you said, dear, it's just gradual. So I, I tend to put them, you know, where I'm going to get some early morning sun to start with. That's a good one. You yeah. know, and I might I might get two or three hours of early morning sun and then like you said John if John said do it for a couple of days if I can and then then I just kind of keep inching it out yeah. so uh, over the course of three to five days yeah. yeah I think I've made enough of a transition that I'm, I'm probably okay yeah should you probably. do anything special with insecticides as you move it outdoors well hopefully you didn't have any critters indoors yeah it's a little bit it's kind of the opposite of what happens in the fall when we're always concerned about you bringing the insects inside where they can flourish and they have fewer problems so but you know i it's interesting that was i think that's a neat question because we always in the fall recommend this approach about hosing it down and using a contact spray and then using a systemic in the soil to go up into the plant which actually really works oh be still it really does um (laughs) You can do that in the spring, too, if you want to try to eliminate that, that attack of, of insects. Okay. Use that systemic in the soil. Because that it's is what, what? Eight weeks persistent? It, yeah, about about eight weeks. Wow. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you know, if you remember to use that, you probably are not going to have to spray your pods or your plants um, very often if you use the systemic. Okay, good. It works and, outdoors, too. And I'm not nuts for because uh, I'm thinking, yeah, I love my house plants and I've been loving them this whole past winter and... I don't want to send them outside where, yes, they're just going to be attacked by insects. So, well, I can't attest you being nuts or not, but (laughs) it is a a good thing to think about your plants and what's going to happen to them when they go outside. Okay, good. Uh, And especially we have products. uh, There are people that are into roses big time. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have protection for those, you know, systemic protection for those as well. So. So it's awesome. It's it's a good yeah, thing to do. It's great. And, and it's 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 so much better than going out and seeing your your roses turn to lace the leaves on them, and yeah, and then trying yes. to take care of it. You're yeah. being proactive about it. Yeah. And yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of roses, I parked my car way out back this morning and oh. walked by the roses, our our, our selection of roses. Uh-huh. I, I think they're almost all in bloom right now, and they are stunning. Stunning. Oh yes. my gosh! First, the fragrance is like wafting over me. Yeah. And then the color is just fabulous. And who would have ever guessed they'd be in bud and bloom now? I know. This, this spring. It's crazy. You think they'd yeah, be this spring, another week or two late? I, I would have thought the end of May we'd, we'd see our, our roses yeah. flowering. But no, here we are. Mother's Day. 
What a neat Mother's Day gift, by the way. Wonderful be great? Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Yes. A rose for yeah. mom. We so were talking about the roses back there, and just the, here closer to the front entrance, I saw the double knockouts. Aren't those gorgeous? Oh, my. <laughs> That's an understatement. Which one were you eyeballing? Uh, you said I might have to put that in my garden. It's a kind of a coral salmon-y. Yeah, it, it was a, a knockout. It was not the peachy. It's called coral. Yeah. It's really sharp. It's oh very, very, very clean color. Yes, it is. Well, the peach is sitting right next to it, and they're both just stunning colors. But especially next to each other, yeah, I'm sure. It's really cool. Like, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. And I, I actually purchased some of the uh, the new uh, shrub rose at last. Uh-huh. I, I bought three of them. I was just really enamored with the with the advertising for it. <laughs> and it, and it was, they were right. It's just stunning. I have flowers that are actually opening. Oh, nice. And it's a, a semi-double. Uh, not a real full double, but a semi-double. They're just a beautiful coral coloration. Fabulous. So I'm looking forward to having that. Part of the awesome. Hassle-Free yeah. Rose series. Yeah. Well, what's nice about those, that series, the, the more the shrub type, you get blooms continually yeah. through the season as opposed to some of the hybrid teas and floribundas yeah. are, are extended as long a time. Exactly. Yeah. I but do like that. A rose is a rose is a rose, yeah, right? Absolutely not. If, if, but by any yeah. other name? <laughs> Maybe. So, <laughs> you know, so Marianne uh, had a good name for the house plants moving outside, the ones you've had inside that you want to put out for the summer. And it's called introducing them to the outdoors. But even a bigger category would be people buying annuals and vegetables and herbs, things that were grown in a greenhouse that weren't used to central Illinois winds. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. So how would, any recommendations as far as people trying to say, okay, I'm, I'm, it's time to plant. Obviously the weather conditions are great. The soil moisture level is probably light enough where you can plant. So could you make yourself stage those out? Do you have to acclimate? I do have to acclimate my pepper plant in other words. (laughs) It wouldn't hurt. (laughs) Normally when I'm doing my containers, uh, I can't do them all at one time anyway. Yes, yeah, and and when I when I plan and I buy for certain ones, I never have time to start planting them anyway. So I usually have them at the wings, kind of in and out of the sun anyway. So so uh, it's a good way to do it. Keep them in the containers just for a couple of days and okay. Introduce I, them I have a place that's uh, I. It's very protected. It's like on the north and the east side of a privacy fence. So there's a, a little shadow line. And that's where a lot of my annuals and pot things go. So that I, they, and again, I don't have time either. So I understand that one totally. But they sit there for several days. So they, they're not getting intense winds, but they are out of the wind and they're out of um, the direct sun. But they're in a bright, a bright shade. I, I, we, we talk about shade. I would do with customers all the time, don't we? It's mm-hmm. like, what's that? What's partial shade? What's what's bright shade? What's semi shade? What's you know all those terms? Bright shade. Yeah. I haven't heard I that. I know. One. Isn't it, it sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? It does. Um, but that's the situation you would have in the north side of something where there's a small shadow line. There's no no other uh, shading, no trees, no shrubs or anything, and there's a lot of of indirect light coming at it. But no direct light. So okay. In that situation, you can grow almost everything. Anything. Yeah. I tell people yeah. that, and they look at me yeah, like I'm crazy. Of course, I, I t- could <laughs> be, but, you know, I, I really do think you can grow anything in, in a bright shade. Huh. So it sounds to me like <clears throat> some of these annuals and vegetables and herbs that you'd be buying, if you could make yourself transition them, 
to the winds and things. You know, you know, if you're older part of town where the winds are not as crazy, typically you might yeah. not have as much of a need if you're on the edge of town or in the country. It's probably a little bit greater need. Sure. So make yourself wait if you can, but then sometimes yeah. you sometimes you just can't. Can. So at the very very least, I personally like to make sure I've watered these plants well before I put them out. Okay. Uh, so if I yes. if I can at least think ahead to say water them the day before or the morning before or something like that, and if I'm going to work on them a couple hours later, at least they've had a chance to fully hydrate. Yes. So they're less stressed if I go ahead and set them on out, um, and you know they're not difficult to handle. I'm not going to mess anything up as far as the root system or making them too spongy to work into the soil or anything yep. like that. So at least make sure you keep the stress off of them by making sure they're well hydrated before you. I think that's Get huge. Transplant. Back mm -hmm. to watering. And and then yeah. the other thing to <laughs> keep in mind, too, would be if you're going to have these things sitting around in trays or flats ready to be planted, if you've got this somewhat protected, this bright shade area that Marianne's talking about or a little bit more sun, whatever it is, even, this sounds silly, but keep in mind um, animals uh, being pests and eating the plants. And, yes. you know, you always think of it when you are going to put them in the yard and either having to fence them off or protect them or something like that. And you don't really necessarily think of it, well, I just had this flat on my door stoop and all of a sudden, why is this rabbit coming up and eating these, nipping them off? Or why is this squirrel doing that? So it could. <laughs> yeah, not only could, it probably will. Yeah. So part of that process of putting things out, you might have to even think of keeping them from being chomped on a little bit while okay. they're in the pots waiting so in which case you have some really nice caging available yeah or or, or just elevate it get it yep. up off the ground maybe a, f a couple feet and you know the squirrel could still get there but the uh, the rabbit probably won't okay all right yeah. <laughs> little things like yeah, that that's, that's very smart yes i found Squirrels. out this spring that they love the centers of magnolia buds they would just take what? the petals they would take the petals, wrap their hands or little hands around the petals, and then just bury their face in the middle of it and just chomp, 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 chomp. chomp. What? Yeah. Wow. Did you get pictures? I should have. But no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was amused, but I was also irritated because I lost a lot of flowers that way. I guess. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but who knows what they're going to eat. Yeah, you were saying that one time that uh, rabbits in particular love petunias. Was that right? Or bulbs? Anything. I don't think okay. I narrowed it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's young and tender, they love it. They do. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. So Mother's Day, if you guys were picking out a Mother's Day gift from Prairie Gardens to give somebody, anything in particular that might jump at you that you would want to gravitate towards this year? Oh, my gosh. Do I narrow it down? Let's see. How do I do that? I, I'm just thinking, okay, if I start at the front door. <laughs> and work my way through each department. Okay, you just want something to take to mom. She doesn't need to nice have a lot, take care of a lot of stuff. Okay. Just there's a, a table full. There's a beautiful, beautiful arrangement of azaleas. They're not hardy azaleas. They're 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 uh, florist azaleas. There is so much color there. They are such beautiful plants. Mm -hmm. Then you head back to the boutique. Then you head outside. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. There's something here for mom. Oh, absolutely. Somewhere. I mean, absolutely. It's scented candles and a small plant, I think, would work. Or, you know, some of the jewelry that you have available yep. in the uh, in the boutique area. Yep. Or some of the clothes. I don't know. Personally, I think one of those roses would be just spectacular. 
I was just so taken with the color this morning. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I could see that. John, anything jumping at you? Well, I have to break my tradition of what I've done for quite a few years yes. with my because mother. When you, were, when you were a good son. Yeah, you we could used come to and do it at my house yeah. if you need to do oh. something like that. Yeah, we used to buy perennials and, and plant. You know, of course, it was after Mother's Day, but that was our tradition. But uh, now... Uh, my mother has a nice little patio, so we could, you know what, what we grow here are so cool. The the geranium oh, gosh. planters oh, yes. with oh. the, we have the spider plant and the spring rye yeah. and, and the diamond frost euphorbia. You know, it's just this greatest combination. Up. They're beautiful. And it's so clean. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing just to set out on your patio and enjoy it all summer. It's such a classic look. Yeah, it is. And yeah. at the 4th of July, you can put a little flag in there, and it all color coordinates lovely. Absolutely. And yeah. and Memorial one of those giant pinwheels, red, white, and blue pinwheels that are this big. That's oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that would look perfect. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, that's such a neat look, John. That's, that's yeah, great. They, that's they sweet. really are. Yeah. All, yeah. Of your, all of your planters and combination pots out there are just stunning. Uh, I even love the ones that are in the colored watering buckets, watering cans. Oh, yeah, oh, looking right out the door the here. Pink. Oh, yes. my gosh. <laughs> Those and are really cool. It's really cool and beautiful. Beautiful just colors. Uh, the pots themselves are really intense colors. Little yeah. watering cans. Right. So, do we still have the ones with polka dots on them? Yep. Yes, yep. we do. Yeah. I thought they were so cute. The big gerbs in them. Yeah. Oh, and what's cool oh, about those, yeah. you know, they're, they're not huge and uh, huge and oppressive if somebody i mean you know mom could put that anywhere sure, but, but then you you get the gift card and you put it inside there so they can oh, come and buy idea. something else i think i'll adopt you i got a gift card by the way <laughs> okay we celebrated so, so close week. in age wouldn't that be illegal yeah. somehow <laughs> <laughs> maybe mm. <laughs> that's okay that's okay she can afford it let her um I got, we celebrated last Sunday because oh, kids cool. are going to be busy with their, their other moms, the other fam- side of the family kind of thing. So I got my $50 gift card. My kids are awesome. Yay. I know. And so I'm like looking around and I, part of me wants to buy annuals, but then part of me wants to put it toward like a bench because you've been talking oh. recently about, and I've been thinking about because you were talking about seeding in your garden. Yeah. And uh, and I really could use some seating in my garden, and that way I could always look at the bench and say, "Look, the kids got me that." I think you need, <laughs> I think you need to go that route. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's I, nice. I felt guilty buying animals with I, it. So you know what? It really is an important part of a, a landscape design. Even if you don't have like this real formal design, yes. you really do need to put seating in your garden. I mean, that's what the gardens are absolutely. for. Anyway. Yeah, you work so your so tail you off. You need yeah. to go out there and be able to. Yeah, sit down and chill. Enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, that's what we got to do last night. Awesome. You know, we didn't. I mean, we didn't get to plant anything. But is this on your pseudo patio that you haven't built yet? That actually, looks out onto the woods. Actually, uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not started yet. Oh. But I actually sat on the screen porch last night, which was really oh, nice. Awesome! I bet that was fabulous. Yeah. Good. What a view. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, and I'm, while we're talking about benches and decor. I want to mention, you guys have uh, some new pillows in, outdoor pillows in stunning colors. Corals and blues, reds, they just really pop. It is a fabulous way to add color to your outdoor environment. And, and easy pillows, it's like decorating yeah. indoors. You just you know put out a different pillow and you've got a whole new look. Yes. It's so cool. That's a well, very good point. And yeah. that's cool because you can design 
your your containers around those. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, and you can change out your umbrella. You know, you can get a new, you can have like three different umbrellas for each. Whoa. Well, you know Listen what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> that would well, that way you can, fabulous. that way, you know, it's not the same every year. Yes, I could have yeah. one color for the month of June, one color for the month of July, <laughs> and a third for the month of August. There you go. <laughs> I See? like that idea a lot. Plus, things are on sale right now. So <laughs> yeah, even better. Even better. Yep. I'm trying to see. I know you have some of the pillows on sale for six ninety seven right now. That's a bargain. Oh boy, is it ever! And um, any of the in stock patio umbrellas, you can save an additional twenty five percent on. Also a bargain. Indeed. The, uh, umbrellas add a lot too. It don't they though? If, even if you don't use them for shade, it it creates an environment. Yeah, it's like anything else. And something over your head just yeah. is a little bit more calming, and you just want to hang. Exactly, mm-hmm. precisely. And in the middle, in the hot summer, middle of summer during the hot time, they're practical yep. too. You yep. are so glad to there have you that. Go. Sure, absolutely. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. You can phone in at three five six nine three nine seven or text us at three five one five three five seven. So, Steve, we didn't get to you yet to see what you would choose for a Mother's Day present. Uh, I, I think giving a Mother's Day gift this year, I would probably have to do a couple departments. I would have to do the boutique and, and just grab, I don't know what, I would probably have to say, hey, Mona, help me out here. Give Your me area some, of give expertise, give me yes. Some, <laughs> give me some suggestions. And then uh, I would then make my way out to find a life plant. And... and and I don't know what I would choose, to be honest with you. I'd look at some of the callas that are uh, the calla lilies that are just stunning and unusual. And then I go back to a couple of the hanging baskets that we've grown here. And I, I probably would err on that because they're just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. But, again, I could do that i could go throughout any of the categories out there in the in the greenhouse or the shrub lot or the roses that marianne was talking about and be quite happy pretty right like a new plant or you could do something practical like an outdoor bench that i could sit on i i always personalize it so i can sit on it that's right <laughs> and work on and we're not not like a, a proper pretty bench but like a work bench yeah yeah you know because uh, boy my knees are feeling it and, and, yeah, you have knee pads, too. but Sounds like another candidate for the garden kneeler there, John. I'm looking at the hats. I'm looking at the trowels. I'm looking at the gloves. And I could use a new one of everything. <laughs> at the end of the season, you probably could say the same thing. Wear them out. Actually, yes. Excellent point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Never hurts to have more than one of any of it. Uh-huh. So were you guys able to do anything in your yards this past week, in your gardens? We've all had so little time away from here because um, it, it's it, been so busy yeah yeah this if it's true. if it's been done it's been one of those little miniature oh i have an hour in the dark <laughs> yes it's like, uh, like the experience you just had yesterday last night right yeah it's so like last night about eight thirty, nine o'clock i was mowing <laughs> so, so. Headlights from passing cars helped. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> you do what you can when you can. I, I, I've managed to water a few things. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And to be honest with you, that's about it. But we're getting great germination in some of the uh, 
the early season vegetables, oh, which are not early season anymore. No. Uh, so whether it's onions or leeks or spinach or lettuce or carrots, or, you know, those guys are coming up, and of course they need to have some consistent moisture. Um, yep. Some of the herbs are getting some tough love as far as drying out a little bit too fast, uh, but oh. they're getting some water here and there, and it's uh, it's all going to work. And then tonight, or perhaps tomorrow night, if we don't get some rain, uh, there could be some tomatoes house. and peppers going in the ground. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because I'm going to need some tomatoes this year. I know you are. I'm counting on it. So what would John, would John like this one? Uh, would John like uh, any one? of those heirloom ones are great. Well, you know. and I chose quite a few heirlooms, but I chose a couple of the conventional hybrids as well. Because you got to mix it up. Yeah. But uh, we've got a great color scheme going on, so nice. I think you'll be uh, enjoying that. So. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I am trying the small little current type tomato, that one that's only a quarter inch, really? literally. I oh, said, cool. Sean, is that a typo? It says a quarter inch. It surely means, he says, no, literally, they're a quarter inch, and they're just on a little panicle type thing. So it's oh, a, sorry. he wow. said, they're, they're so sweet, it's ridiculous. I'm thinking, okay, do I want to give space to something like that? <laughs> because I'm yeah. sorry, a quarter inch tomato just doesn't, I mean, oh. I'll give some to Tamara for her fairy garden, <laughs> for the fairies to eat, but I'm not going to. But but anyway, I've decided to go ahead and try it just because I have to see what oh, happens. Yeah, so you have to. Oh, for sure. It's tough to say, uh, is that going to be one of 20 or one of 30? It's going to give a space, but yeah. what the heck. Nice. I love it every when, when you start harvesting your tomatoes because you're so cool at bringing in one of everything. It's amazing not only how many types of tomatoes are available out there, but how many you're able to actually plant in the ground and get Ooh, going. The color scheme is just phenomenal and of course the flavors out of this world but uh That's oranges really like and reds and yellows and purple and, and purple and i really like the marbled or the striped ones so whether it's a yellow one with red stripes or whether it's uh, more of a red with purple stripes or anything i just love the the color spectrum that you're able to get so i've got one of the really black ones the black beauty oh, nice. Nice. it's supposed to be the best tasting black black one yeah uh, out there and then of course we've got some of the old german so i can have the yellow with the red stripes and then we got nice. pineapple going on. Nice. And, um, I like those. And I can't remember which other yellow one or orange one. It might just be something like uh, Chef's Choice or something like that, just for a pure straight colored one without yeah. any marbling in it. Okay. But then brandy nice. wine, and you got the <laughs> set of strain brandy wine that's got a, a stronger potato leaf shape hmm. uh, foliage to it oh, that Sean okay. was talking about. So we picked that one up. And for the, the cherry type tomatoes, we have um, sun sugar couple of those going in and Good. the black those cherry going in Good. and even yeah. just a, a conventional sweet 100 so there's at least a color spectrum of the of the small guys uh, just yeah. tomatoes i love that oh yeah 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 how, how many types or varieties did sean say he had seeds of uh 15 1600 maybe and something like that holy cow 100 that's just of heirlooms and and he gets them from all over the world yeah that's just so can't, fascinating can't even fathom it can you yeah right i, I can either but but, yeah, good that he does. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You could have, like, a tomato party. <laughs> so, yeah, tomato party. And, and, yeah, Steve Brown is real good about sharing his tomatoes with us. Mm -hmm. you ever seen him share asparagus with us? No. no. I, w I was eyeballing it last night oh, when I was yeah. putting the mower up. <laughs> and and I thought, I, we just need a good rain because I it's coming up really well. But oh, because it? of the heat, a lot of it's three feet taller, taller oh, already. Wow. wow. And so, but if we have a really good rain then i think we can get a nice flush of some spears that i could harvest before they get out of control that's interesting you almost have to stand over your asparagus bed and as they come up you cut them so they don't get out of hand like honey for snipe yeah. night crawlers yeah. or something <laughs> <laughs> oh i poked your head up got, got it 
Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's what the heat does, though. It makes things go real fast. All of a sudden, it's like the trees have just burst out. Just incredible yes. leaves. All, you know, 10 days ago, we had no leaves on the trees at all. Nothing. Yes. And just here exploded. we are. They're almost fully leaved. And if we yeah. have a really good rain again, oh, gosh, we're going to yeah. see even more of it. Yeah. Uh, and with the heat, too, I noticed uh, my rhubarb is bolted. Oh, has it? Yeah. Uh, Darn it. Which is no big deal. I mean, I just snapped it off. But it gets the flower height, flowers on it, which I think again, when you have temperature extremes, and we were coming from such a cool environment to all of a sudden all this heat, the plant's like, whoa, what's going on? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So when uh, rhubarb bolts, do you, you believe the flavor declines? I, I can't no. say that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't detect that. Okay. Okay. Good. Do, do, your experience? I, I've, you know, who, who cares? You just pick it and eat it anyway. <laughs> well, it's an interesting question, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I have a lot of, I've had people ask that. It's, it's kind of like the frost thing with rhubarb, but, which is more important. But, but bolting, I, it may get a little more tough and stringy as, as time goes on after it's bolted or, or started flowering. But, I, yeah, it's I, rhubarb. And, and I, you know, I'm a believer. You snap them off. And, again, also a believer. Irrigate the plant. And especially during the dog days of the summer, if you can give it just a little bit of shade, too. But irrigate the plant, encourage lots of new growth, and just focus on harvesting the new growth. Yep. Don't worry about harvesting the old tough tent, you know, the old yeah, tough guys. Exactly. You know, okay. Harvest yeah. the tender ones. Yeah. And yep. I think you're going to enjoy it for a long, long time. Yep. Great. So. Sounds good. Absolutely. So, you know what I did this week? What, well, what I've been doing, week, because, you know, no time to, to, to do anything, but I take pictures of my containers. Oh, good for you. And then I can plan them out easier that way. So oh. I've got six of them already planned. Oh, wow. So You're way ahead of me. I, I, I bought a few things, but I'm pretty behind. So, so Yeah, I'm very behind. But, <laughs> but we have, you know, and I, and I do that with, with the customers. We have customers that have a lot of container gardening there's there's several people that come in and some people do it as as their business for they are caretakers of containers and they plant containers for people and and uh, nice. it's nice to share information with them about that sure because yeah. uh, you know you get ideas from everybody you talk to oh absolutely so so it's pretty cool absolutely but that's a great way to do it you know you get you get the picture of the container where it's going to be what the light levels are and you know dimensions of it yep and you know, if you're doing a theme, you know, yep. it's a lot easier yeah, to be is. organized. I, I can't. How many times have I said one of the best tools in the garden is a, is a, a digital camera? So you can take pictures of your of your garden. I forget to do it. Yeah. I totally forget to do my containers. Totally. I, but what a good idea. Yeah. Some I, of the some of the tall accent plants that we have are the best selection ever. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Between Gosh. some of the Caucasians and alocasias and el and cordylines and yeah. dracaenas and there's just so many cool things yeah. out there to give you that tropical feel that marianne is always going after and you know i don't know if there are even any left but we had some small red and scenty uh a, a banana type but it had a has a not really just a burgundy leaf but it's really an interesting Variegated. It's got a lot of veining in it. Stripey. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a, a, a phenomenal really, plant. Really and if, we, if we're running low here this morning, we'll have more later in the week, I'm sure. But um, just so many things you can give to get that that upright, uh, whether it's in the middle the or whether it's off-centered or thriller, however you want to do it. Right, yep. John, the, the thriller. thriller. Yep. The thriller? Thriller, thriller, filler, spiller. 
you know, containers? No. She's not, tell. She, where, where has have she you been? been? I'm the novice. You're the <laughs> experts. <laughs> she hasn't been to our seminars. <laughs> you haven't. Explain, please, the thriller spiller. Well, it's, it's, it's basic design principles broken down into easy terminology, right. basically. Yeah. So, so in in a combination. So, if you're doing planner. a combination planner, there's always something that you want your eye to to go to, like a focal point, and that's what you would call the thriller, which is usually something linear or tall. Like the insetta that Steve was talking about. Right. Okay. And then you have the filler, which is would be more rounded type plants that are gonna. Sometimes they can be upright or or rounded shapes that's going to be the substance b- below your thriller okay and then you have a spiller which is something that's going to hang over the edge and soften the edges of the container oh basically it's like it's it. real simple and, and you don't have yeah. to limit yourself to just annuals traditional annuals some of the right. house planter tropical kind of things that we're talking about can be great uh you know i personally like to use perennials especially for fillers um, huh. um, Absolutely. And just, you know, whether it's a heuchera or whether it's a lecanthemum or whether it's something else just to go ahead and, and be a solid mass, uh, a, a different texture than you're, you're just not going to get with an annual, maybe a little bit sturdier looking plant, if yep. you will. Mm-hmm. So I think they're they're fun to introduce in there, too. And then, again, so many things for that spiller yeah. that, that you can choose. And we've got great selection for sun and for shade. And we can, uh, and uh, you know, the, sun, the speaking of I guess more back to the fillers, and some of these can get so large they they may not be appropriately sized for the container. But sun patients have been coming on now for uh, seven or nine years in the market. But each year they're getting more and more play, and I think anybody who's grown them has loved them, oh, and they look like a new guinea impatient. Yeah. Okay. But in fact, if you have them side by side, I mean I can't tell the difference. Yeah. I have to read the you label. Really can't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they come in a variety of colors, anything from reds to orange to lavender to pink to rose to white, and just like a New Guinea would. And but they're so durable, and they can become quite large. There's compact ones that are more manageable that might only get 15 to 18 to 20 inches tall, and maybe 24 inches wide. Then there's some uh, large ones that, if you wanted to put them out in the shrub border, uh, <laughs> right. l- literally they could be three feet tall and five feet wide. Let's go to the phones real quick and see if we can get a question in, because Rob has called in. He's standing by. Good morning, Rob. Hey, good morning. I uh, sprayed my nimblewill grass in my yard uh, a couple weeks ago. I was wondering how long do you normally have to wait after you spray that before you can try and put some new grass in there? Uh, As soon as it's brown and dead, you're fine. Hmm. Okay. Did you get any? Did you get decent kill? White. It's got some white on it still, uh, but some of it's starting to turn brown. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing I would caution you on, don't be in a big hurry if you feel like you have to make a second application. What, what did you use to spray it, Roundup? Uh, tenacity. Oh. I've, I've heard of the tenacity. It's a selective. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'd look at the label directions then, and I'd take that back to see what it says about reseeding because I'm not familiar with tenacity. Um, okay. And I think that's what's going to have to dictate it. If you 
used Roundup, which would be non-selective, uh, when everything would be dead, you could replant. Um, and then, okay. and then the only reason I wouldn't be in a hurry too is if it, if it does give you an option to make a second application after a certain interval, right. uh, this is your one opportunity to get this done right, and okay. kind of maybe rescout, maybe even to see if you don't see any of the texture of the nimble will outside of the area that you sprayed, um, mm -hmm. just to make sure there's nothing a bit of it still alive because if a bit of it's still alive a year from now you're going to have the same problem all over again really pernicious okay, mm -hmm. okay. Wow. thank you very much good luck well, sure thanks for calling in rob bye. all right bye-bye plant experts live at prairie gardens all right time's about up so what? anything you want to cover real quick that that's so important what steve just said about reading the label oh on gosh, anything yeah. that you use because everything will be a little bit different, won't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. Break yeah. out your cheaters and get them on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, again, whether it's Mother's Day gift, and again, kind of back to the gift card special, uh, you can buy a gift card in any amount you want, but we do have the special going on where you buy a $50 gift card for mom and get a free hibiscus bush, 10-inch pot, uh, that goes with it. And we sell, I'd probably comfortably say we sell more gift cards than just about any store around Maybe. Uh, for Mother's Day? I'll bet. I think so, uh, based upon the numbers that we see going through Personally, here. it's a perfect gift. Right. Yeah. So and come on out and join yeah. us. Plenty of experts, plenty of carts, plenty of parking spaces, plenty of cashiers. Yeah. And I think a few plants, maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Just a few. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. The best selection ever. All right. Thank you, Steve. Steve Brown, John Weisgarver, and Marianne Metz have been our experts today, plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. A special thanks to our executive producer, Jim Lewis. A podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS. Have a great weekend and happy gardening. Blooms full of color are waiting for you at Prairie Gardens. You'll pick right from PG Greenhouses, filled with blooms and gifts mom will love and expert advice when you need it most. This week, full flats of impatience, 50 plants, only $11.97. And blooming 4-inch fancy annuals, just $2.99. Plus, get a free hibiscus bush when you buy a $50 PG gift card for mom. Your perfect garden is waiting for you at Prairie Gardens. Home decor, boutique, seasons, framing, and extraordinary gardening. Join Scott Beatty for Sports Talk, Tuesdays through Fridays at 5 p.m., right here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.